Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Skorstad. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes reviewing the ending. Alexis Daria is an award-winning and best-selling romance author. Her debut novel, Take the Lead, was a RITA award winner for Best First Book, and You Had Me at Ola, the first book in her Primus of Power series, is an international bestseller. Alexis's books have been featured on several best-of lists from outlets like Oprah Magazine, Entertainment Weekly, NPR, BuzzFeed, and The Washington Post, and have received starred reviews from trade publications like Publishers Weekly, Kirkus, and Library Journal. A former visual artist, Alexis is a lifelong New Yorker who loves Broadway musicals and pizza. What a mood. (laughs) Yes. Also, like, can you imagine being featured on a best of list for NPR? That, yeah, that's pretty. That's I pretty think that's the great. goal. Like BuzzFeed. Yeah. Okay, everybody's got I, I something on BuzzFeed. Must, I don't respect yeah. much, much of what BuzzFeed puts out, but yeah. NPR? Mood. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote Leading ladies do not end up on tabloid covers. After a messy public breakup, soap opera darling Jasmine Lynn Rodriguez finds her face splashed across the tabloids. When she returns to her hometown of New York City to film the starring role in a bilingual romantic comedy for the number one streaming service in the country, Jasmine figures her new leading lady plan should be easy enough to follow until a casting shakeup pairs her with telenovela hunk Ashton Suarez. Leading ladies don't need a man to be happy. After his last novella character was killed off, Ashton is worried his career is dead as well. Joining his new cast as a last-minute addition will give him the chance to show off his acting chops to American audiences and ping the radar of Hollywood casting agents. To make it work, he'll need to generate smoking hot on-screen chemistry with Jasmine. Easier said than done, especially when a dangerous first impression smothers the embers of whatever sexual heat they might have had. Leading ladies do not rebound with their new co-stars. When their career, with their careers on the line, Jasmine and Ashton agree to rehearse in private. But rehearsal leads to kissing, and kissing leads to behind-the-scenes romance worthy of a soap opera. While their on-screen performance improves, the media spotlight on Jasmine soon threatens to destroy her new image and expose Ashton's most closely guarded secret. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Okay, can I just say I almost said that perfectly this time? I was really, I was focusing so hard. (laughs) You were very, very close. Uh, I'm hyped up on caffeine. You got me addicted to yerba mates. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a little shaky. (laughs) Okay. I have a question, not a question, a confession to make. I listened to one of our episodes for the first time ever um, oh yeah you don't listen to the episodes no and uh-huh. you know what's so bizarre i legit it took me a second i i like couldn't recognize my own voice really it was like yeah it was so weird i was like that's definitely sam but like that's what i sound like <laughs> really that's funny it wasn't as cringy as i thought it was gonna be no you get over it real quick honestly yeah yeah i but because i think it like just didn't sound like me at yeah. all. I was like, mm, okay, I guess that's me because right, those are right. my words. But other than that, 
I have no connection to this voice, but um, I was into the personality test one because I was trying to remember, like, go through what I, like, my results were for all of those. For the Enneagram ones and stuff? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm very, very happy with my new results. So, okay, here's the thing. The Enneagram I got for last one, like, I don't know if we discussed the, um, like, significant people who are also that type yeah, 8. Yeah, we did. It's fucking, like, Saddam Hussein. And, like... Yeah. Like, really bad people. Mm-hmm. Like, dict- like consistently dictator. Donald Trump right. was there, too. Um, <laughs> so, my new one, though, I took a different test that, like, way better questions, I think. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a type two and it makes so much more sense. That makes a and, lot of sense. Yeah. Yes. I'm type my two wing three or something like that. And right. I'm Which like, is, that's like the academically driven or something ones, right? No, it's a uh, basic fear is not being worthy of love. So oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the uh, core of what t- type two is. I do recall so, when we were discussing like our results from that, you mm-hmm. very distinctly said I should not be allowed to take te- personality tests for myself because I don't know how to answer these <laughs> questions accurately. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if like maybe I mean it's been a while since we did that episode anyways. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I yeah. retook that same test and got the same results. Really? Yes. Okay. And then I I right after took the other test that my friend sent me and because she's super into them mm-hmm. and she was like Trust me, like, the way a lot of them are worded are really, like, skewed and they'll, like, give you weird results. And so Interesting. She's one that she's, like, because she, she's taken so many and she's, like, this is the one that, like, actually is accurate. Like, I right. think it's really good. And, um, yeah, I got – that's the one I got type two. And um, Eleanor Roosevelt is on that one. It's a lot of first okay. ladies, actually, which is kind of weird. Interesting. It was, what like, four say? different first ladies. Hmm. That's strange. Super strange. Huh. I don't know why. I don't know what that what means. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. But I'll take that over Saddam Hussein any yeah, day. Yeah, no, um, definitely. Um, thank you yeah. for the for the follow-up. Yes, I had to give an update. Yeah. No, I, I that's too refreshing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So don't worry, guys. I'm not like Donald Trump. I'm actually like Eleanor Roosevelt. So I'm sure she had her moments too, but the, all politics. Yeah, I know people too. in politics too. So, I'll pretty much take anything over Donald Trump. So that's fair. You know, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, I think it's very funny that you uh, don't listen to the podcast. I don't listen to it after I've done. Well, after I finished the editing to. it, but yeah. I used to when we first started. I would like not only would I edit it, and I would uh-huh. take forever to edit it because I used to like edit out every time we like had a pause in speech because we were trying to think of the next thought i would like edit out that breath Mm -hmm. because i just thought that was annoying like Mm -hmm. the dead air Mm -hmm. um beside the point like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) shut up (laughs) i'm gonna be triggered when i'm re-listening to this when i'm editing (laughs) i'm gonna want to take it out (laughs) um but then i would also like listen to it once it was published like why did i do that and i would listen to the whole thing i was like why would i do that you had to just give us that one extra listen you know what's really funny is the last time i did that like i have not listened back in a long time except like recently i re-listened to the it happened one summer episode for context for Uh hook line and sinker Uh um 
and even that I didn't finish it, but the last time I actually listened to an episode like that was our Holly Jolly Diwali episode. And I oh. only know that because I have to copy the Discord link and the Facebook group link and we have another link and I can't think of what it is, but I always like, it's just attached to the show notes every time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But so I always just open the podcast app on my computer and then I click the last episode that I ever listened to, which was was the Holly Dolly Dolly episode. That's funny. (laughs) But anyways, yeah. I think all the time about like if you edit it instead of me, how would our editing styles differ? Because I don't click anything. I barely take anything out anymore. I used to take things out if I thought it was like, I mean, unless when we're talking, we say, oh, we should remove that. Then I do, okay. obviously. Okay, like, I hope you listen through, because I feel like there are some no, things I where I've, like, okay. <laughs> I've no, no, no. very no. much been, like, I think maybe we should take that out. I think what I should start doing for funsies is, when I'm editing, add in something from the moment that I'm editing that's, mm-hmm. like, targeted at you, because you never listen to them back. <laughs> oh, not Maybe. in a bad way, but like in a funny way. Yeah. Like, hey, everybody, you should go comment on Sammy's last photo on Instagram, something very random, like this thing. And then you're going to be like, why is everybody commenting on my photo, hug. this weird thing? Just like little things I think mm. would be funny. Hmm. But I shouldn't have revealed my evil plan I know. Now to you. I know. I know. Yeah. That's not going to work. Now if I start right. doing random ass things, <laughs> I'll know why. So anyways. Um, okay. okay. Book, the book. The book. Um, so I read this last summer. Mm-hmm. this got me out of my reading slump last summer mm-hmm. you and i both had a very long reading slump from we like did. from like march to like august right but <laughs> this is one of the ones that helped get me out of mine um mm-hmm. and it was one of the first cartoon cover romances that i read right of this new wave of uh romance novels yeah yes and i think i just thought it was like the most beautiful thing ever when i read it and then mm-hmm. rereading it i felt like oh yeah it's pretty average yeah which is kind of unfortunate it's pretty average mm-hmm. i think that's a solid way to describe this yeah um i read it you got it for me for um our book miss yes thing and um yes so i read it i think in january okay and so I reread like half of it. And then I was like, mm, I think I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yoda's, I don't know if you can hear her purring. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. She's Yoda purr. <laughs> no. No. Okay. But hi, oh. Yoda. Um, anyways, so yeah, I reread like half of it. And then I was like, mm, I think I'm good. Yeah. And. Yeah, it is just pretty average. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there are a few things, like a few tropes in this that I'm like are not my favorite. As yeah, well. well, yeah. So <laughs> I knew I knew right away after because I didn't know that you didn't like the single parent trope, right? Um, when I first wrecked this to you, right? Way back when, right? Um, so now having known that, it was what I was thinking about while I was reading. No, it. see, the thing is, I think <laughs> reading this kind of like made me realize I don't like the single parent trope because I hadn't read a lot of single parent stuff. Yeah. If any, really. And then I'm like, I can't find a single dad sexy. Like, it's just, I think I'm like, so not into the idea of like ever having kids right now. Uh-huh. I can't right. like insert myself into that. Cause it's like, Oh, if I have a romance with them, 
and if I'm like attracted to them, then I also have to, it's like the full picture. Like they are, uh, they come together type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like, it's harder for me to really get into it. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't and- think I mind it, but I did kind of mind how he was kind of like, I know he was trying to protect his kid, but he, it felt very absent father to me. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's the daddy issues in me, but um, <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also, I know, like, you're, like, you, your love for Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac kind yeah. of aligns with, like, this, like, Ashton in this Fair. book. Uh-huh. I, definitely I, more Oscar Isaac. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. But, like, the older older like ish mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. and i think i one i'm questioning my attraction to men entirely <laughs> and two i just like i have a harder time with like older like i can like i'm like yes they're attractive 100 but it's yeah. like my cup of tea is younger interesting ish and like so when it's like starting to describe them as like oh he's getting old ish like older and his gray is showing i'm like yeah, it's harder for me to be like personally attracted to it. How I can appreciate Ashton. He's supposed to be like late thirties, early. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, but like they describe that he's like starting to, like he like bits of gray are coming through. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. At one point. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm like, oh my god, you're older. Okay, I I understand. I understand. So I, I think just I like, just yeah. like adult romances now i think i just can't handle when they're like see i can i like adult but like it that's too old where i'm like i can't imagine ever <laughs> dating someone right now who has like any bit of gray hair oh, okay fair yeah yeah okay like no, that's no, still that's like fair. i feel far removed from that and from like teenagers you know right um, like my window has i think once i've started paying attention to like what i like my window has closed dramatically <laughs> yeah. like you know so, also, very insta-lovey, and there's no... Yeah, it the, was. The tension, like, the attraction and tension starts right away. Yeah. There's no build... Like, I get there's a there's somewhat of a build-up to it, but there kind of... Mm-hmm. There isn't at the same time. Like, that right. attract... There was... I think it would have been... Oh, my God. Yoda just saw... Oh, my God. This is the funniest fucking thing ever. <gasps> Please what? don't... What? Me- <laughs> she put her paws down. Okay. She's sitting on my lap. She was looking out the window and a bird flew by. And so she like jumped up on her hind legs and she just had her both her front paws up for like a solid 10 seconds. Oh my goodness. And she's so long. She is. She's a long kitty. She looks like a lemur. Or no, a meerkat. That's what a I meerkat. She does look. Yes, she looks <gasps> she's a meerkat. such a meerkat. Oh, You're welcome. That's, that's so what funny. I think every time you send pictures of Yoda. <laughs> she's such she's a, a meerkat. meerkat. <laughs> <gasps> You're so right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my god, okay. Um, but yeah, so it's very insta-lovey. I think yeah. I would have... Because, like, obviously they don't really talk much initially when they when they start working together, right? Yeah. And instead of that creating, like, animosity, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, I'm going to try to talk to him. Which is mature, the mature thing to do, but I think maybe <laughs> it would have been more enjoyable if there was, like, kind of like a fuck him type thing like all right yeah and then it's like not necessarily enemies to lovers but that kind of like that Mm -hmm. level of tension i agree because also i think like they almost 
give us that with the idea that everybody says, oh, rumor is that Ashton's a diva, you know. But they mentioned it... that like once. Yeah, but and then Jasmine never thought that. You no, know what I mean? She was no. just like, oh, that's weird that he doesn't want to hang out with us. Like, mm-hmm. But no, like, I think if they would have let her also think that he's, he's a diva and she kind of has this like more spiteful attitude toward him you know? even with like that which would have made sense with how they first yeah. met and mm-hmm. like if he had been a little more standoffish after he like because like he was super sweet when he spilled the coffee on her obviously yeah. but like i don't know and that just that set the tone for the whole thing i think right no i agree and also i think like maybe the way that they met was just not the right feeling yeah, yeah because it didn't give what it was trying to give i fully thought Esty was still in, in the living room with me and i never saw him get up and then i heard a noise and i was like letting What's it let, letting my brain think it was him and then mm-hmm. i heard the noise again and i was like trying to look and i was like oh he's not even in here i don't know what that Where's noise the noise oh okay <laughs> uh i don't know we're gonna ignore it um okay it's probably the cat i'm gonna tell myself probably yes. yeah yeah where was i going with that oh so even like the way that they met, I it, yeah, it wasn't very fulfilling to me, like the spilled coffee thing, because like mature adults know that was an accident, right? And that's of what course. happened with Jasmine. She got over it real quick. She was yeah. just like, I mean, yeah, that was annoying. But then she makes a joke about it the next time she sees him with a coffee and she like jumps away from him. See, like, <laughs> okay. And then this is connecting me to the first chapter of like, or that was in um, the end of Delilah Green with Astrid. Mm-hmm. And how Astrid spills coffee or gets coffee spilled on her and what that creates. Like, I'm excited for what that, like, that dynamic, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, you went back and read it? No, but you told me about it. Oh, okay. But, like, I'm excited more for that dynamic, you know? Yeah. Like, the is a bitch directly to them kind of vibe. A little bit. Yeah. Like, there's some animosity there. Because yeah. I think it's like, well, one, that's probably the reaction I would have, maybe. Right. I don't know. I'm also, like, such a pushover in person. I'm I, such I a know. pushover. I'm just like, oh, like, my God, wait. No, it's okay. Let me I'll pay, pay you for another your- coffee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you spilled your coffee? Oh, no. Let me On my you. silk yeah. clothes? Don't worry about the dry cleaning bill. I'll buy you another coffee, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. So, I, I don't know. Maybe this was more realistic than my brain wants but i think i wanted some animosity there like i wanted yeah, some kind of that tension like oh my fucking god this fucking guy you know ru- yeah. ruined yeah. my first day on set maybe he did it on purpose because he wants to throw me off or whatever and mm-hmm. i don't know right i don't know just something a little More. bit of spice yeah mm-hmm. um i also didn't like this time around did not like the way that ashton hides his kid yeah like i the first time i think i i just was enjoying the ride of a romance novel you, know? you were um, like i'm out of my reading film this is amazing Everything yeah i was beautiful, like oh my god <laughs> rose colored glasses <laughs> yeah it was smut cool yeah like, <laughs> yeah um that i was letting things kind of slip that now i don't uh mm-hmm. so I, I want to be fair to the other books i complain about right right um and like i get the incident gave ashton some ptsd totally understood like respect that um, go to therapy I, and deal with it and don't yeah. hide your kid uh-huh mm-hmm. and like because that's not gonna help no 
And now no. you don't get to see your kid and he doesn't get to see his father. And not even often. that too, right? But if 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 he had never been like revealed to the rest of the mm-hmm. world, right? Mm-hmm. Then then what? Like when he gets a little bit older, he thinks that his dad is ashamed to have had a kid. Yeah. Right? Like the same way. There's his a mom lot of was. Yeah, there's a lot of shame that the kid will carry for that. And I don't like that. Mm-mm. I'm not into the like overly protective like I get being a protective parent obviously I hope I hope that's how you feel as a parent right but protective to the fault of like now you're fucking your kid up yeah and like to to I I also like the idea of having multiple homes like one in PR and one whoever else you have a home I think that's great to like bring the kids in your culture yeah Mm -hmm. And have that vibe. But, like, making him live there full-time, like, away from you is so sad. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Especially because it's not for lack of means or anything like that. It's It was just, like, Not to mention, to him. when he would go to PR, he would stay in an apartment. Yeah, And he away. wouldn't even stay in the house with his kid. Yeah. I don't know. It just made me feel, like, bad. Because also, yeah. we know the situation with his mom is, like... No one can ever know I had this child, and mm-hmm. I don't want it. So it's like, oh well, that's kind of the same vibe <laughs> yeah. you're giving off here, and it's not what you're expressing, but it is what you're showing. Giving. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I I didn't really like that. Yeah. Yeah. What else? I don't, I don't know what else, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I think I you know one thing I did appreciate. Mm-hmm. I feel like this book kind of seamlessly did really great, like diverse casting. I guess. Oh, agree. Mm-hmm. Like the okay, show business, like streaming, all that stuff. Like such a great job with like representing multiple, like a slew of ethnicities, and mm-hmm. also non-binary, trans, mm-hmm. like everything. Everything yeah. under the sun, there was a character in this book that was, like... Right. I lo- I really like that. And it didn't, like... It wasn't forced. And, like, I think I'm also kind of possibly of the opinion that, like, even forcing representation for to an extent is, like, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, put it in until it's normalized, you know? Yeah. Like, just... Mm-hmm. I would rather you have it than not. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So, but, like, this was a very, like, yeah, that makes sense that there's... A non-binary personal assistant or like especially new york city like exactly that is new york such city, the norm. show business all that yes, <laughs> yes yes like yes. that is what you would see and um so yeah i really really like that i also liked that they kind of set like describing the intentions behind the show and stuff was like like representation oriented mm-hmm. and i'm like okay yeah that's cool like i like that and I did also like how Alexis Staria like wrote the book with the scenes in the show I really too. Like that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought that was cool. I appreciate the like diversification of like what you're reading mm-hmm. with throughout the book. I guess if that makes sense. And it allowed for us to have like a better understanding of like what they're doing when they're acting and how yeah. their emotions are playing up with each other there and attraction mm-hmm. there, and uh-huh. then it makes more sense when they're like okay now we're kissing right mm-hmm. like right like, okay we made that jump but it makes sense because there's been like this closeness and this like mm-hmm. lead up. i also liked the concept of explaining the um what was i gonna say 
It's me. Intimacy coordinator. Oh, I love that too, right? Because I think like that's something not everybody thinks about. Mm-hmm. But since reading that book for the first time, now I think about it every time I see it, like, a, a right? sex scene or a kissing yeah. scene in a TV show. <laughs> you know, I think I've had a couple of intimacy coordinators come up on my TikTok for you page. Mm-hmm, me too. There's one literally called intimacy coordinator. Oh, on okay, TikTok. Well, there you go. Yes. That's probably yes. who I've seen. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really interesting because it's like, you think about it, I, like, I'm sure it still happens in a lot of um, productions and everything, mm-hmm. but like the importance of consent and making sure everybody's feeling comfortable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think that's like a really, I thought that was a cool thing to add to this and very yeah. accurate and very like with the times, you know, like yeah, worse. Yeah. I, I like that. I, I definitely thought that this book had those more refreshing aspects, like you said, like the leaning into different, like diversifying the mm-hmm. characters in the book. And then also like even how Ashton reflects, like uh, when the intimacy coordinator asks him to like, what are you comfortable with? And let mm-hmm. us know when you stop feeling. And he's like, oh, nobody's ever asked me that. Like, right. I, just, right. I was just con- concerned with making sure Jasmine's comfortable. Right. Yes. And it's like, no, I, I like everybody that. involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we move on to discuss the rest of You Had Me at Ola, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. All right, let's continue the conversation. Show. Mm-hmm. What else happened? Oh, um... So, The Smut. I recall it being better the first time around, but maybe that's just mm-hmm. because I've read better stuff now. Yeah, so I remember yeah. the first time I read this, you were like, this is everything. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. And then I read it, and I was like, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it was really okay. Yeah. Uh, and I was, like, listening to the audiobook, and I genuinely feel like my brain was skipping over the smut part. Like, I don't really, really remember yeah. it mm-hmm, this time yeah. around. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But I remember yeah. the first time I was, like, hot and bothered, and this time I was like, eh. <laughs> um, eh. But I did like rereading the part where Ashton's like, I don't think we should have penetrative sex. And then uh, Jasmine's like, okay, like whatever. Yeah. I thought that was like um, a good scene to have. I, his reasoning for it being like, because the last time he did, he had a kid, right? It was kind of like, okay. Oh. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. I didn't even get to that part. I forgot that that was why. Yeah. But so I was kind of like, I mean, okay, whatever. His reasons He's are his little, reasons. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But I, I did I did think it was um kind of refreshing of Alexis Daria to be like we have a a a shift in the kind of consent from the man's side. Right. Which I feel like we don't really see a lot in romance uh-uh. novels. It's usually like we get to see, oh, look at how respectful the man is because she said she didn't want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. You have this moment where it's like, oh, well, I think it's interesting too for the man to be vulnerable the, in the vulnerable position and say, I don't want to do like this or right. do this, right? Right. Yeah. Um, 
No, I like because, that. Because I do feel like it, that that in the reverse is often kind of used as a way for us to be like, oh, look, the man is respectful. He listened. Yeah. You this know? is a good one because he didn't um, R-word her, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You get what I'm trying to say? So <laughs> yeah. I felt that it was kind of um, just interesting to watch it be flipped mm-hmm. because it, it, I, I don't know. I think we just don't see that very often. Wait, okay. I found the sticky note you put in the front of the book. Oh, no. From when you gave it to me. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said, I am so excited for you to read this book. The story is everything. Problem. Yeah, everything. The romance is great, and the spice is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Enjoy. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're allowed to change Hi. our minds. Um, I think I just liked that it was more of... <sighs> there was an aspect of exploration, perhaps, is what I should say. Like, I feel like a lot of the smut we read in romance novels is very, like... They did missionary for 15 minutes and <laughs> that was their thing, right? Yeah. Right? It's the, it's not a lot of like super interesting stuff. And it was like, oh, Ashton sees that she keeps like a certain brand of lube she likes. You know, like it was just yeah, different. That's true. It was that's just true. a little different than what I think I usually see yeah. in romance novels. That's fair. So, I I've personally been enjoying the uh, sapphic smut scenes more recently, Mm -hmm. which I suppose makes sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, like, I think just reading, like, it it just doesn't really do it for me anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, I think this this was also very average, too. It was. (laughs) That's fair. I've not read a lot of smut, then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, yeah, this one is pretty, pretty average. Yeah. But, oh, what was I going to say? I forget what I was going to say. Never mind. I take it back. Um, what did you think about, like, the article coming out that, from the Kitty Sanchez or whatever? I just find it annoying. Yeah. And that's how, like, people find out about. Yadiel and then yeah fast forward to like the end of the book like they run into Kitty Sanchez mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god Jasmine I'm a huge fan I always right. wanted to get your name out there like da 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 and Jasmine forgives her yeah like, no no dude like I, any press is good press I don't agree <laughs> I completely disagree actually yeah. so that made me like angry this time around I think I don't know what I thought of it the first time around, but I definitely this time was like, hell no. <laughs> Maybe Absolutely that's the not. whole grudge in me, but. <laughs> <laughs> I do not forgive and forget. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Um, yeah. I thought like Yadiel being like, oh my God. Ja- like her, him and Jasmine getting along was cute. Obviously. I think it's cute mm-hmm. when uh, a kid is not a little shit in one of these books. You know, they never are. Yeah, that's true. I think it's a little unrealistic. <laughs> no, they it, it is unrealistic. Like especially <laughs> single parent, like kid, that yeah. kid's gonna have issues to some extent. And yeah. <laughs> you're writing these angel kids who are funny and like mature to an extent, and <laughs> like I, I'm sorry, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was like I don't know. And then, like, the party thing where 
like at the end it's mm-hmm. sort of like grandma's party or something like that right and mm-hmm. um ashton shows up. shows up of course i just i maybe the miscommunication thing is also not my thing when they but it wasn't really miscommunication it was like a it was like an argument but it, her reason made sense though for breaking up or stopping Wait, whatever they were doing yeah hold on i have to refresh sneeze. okay um her reasoning was because she found out that he had a kid through that article coming out oh yeah and so she was like we've been you've been in me the last month and you didn't think you should tell me that you had a child you know and now i had to find out like this like and he's like well i didn't think what we were like i wasn't sure what we were doing and where it was going and i had it's not just you i was hiding him from i hide him from everyone yeah, but you don't have – you're not inside everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. I think I deserved, like, a little bit more than what everyone else is getting, maybe. Yeah. And then that's why they broke up. And then he realizes, like, yeah, I should have told her. And then he says that to her. And she's like, I understand that, like, you were protecting him, though. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, mm. have her sign an NDA. Like, I don't yeah. know, right? Like, yeah. There's a lot of resources for stars, I feel, mm-hmm. that – could have just solved that whole problem and it wouldn't have happened yeah okay. so that bugged me you know what's funny mm. so right is the yeah. um the first guy mm-hmm. i was totally picturing machine gun kelly as oh McIntyre. my god <laughs> just this trashy like white yeah. like rock star kind of dude who like, yeah. thinks he's a rock star but kind of like isn't i was picturing steven tyler but that's like I aged up a little too much there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but I I was thinking like rock star, long hair vibes. Mm, it was giving. Um, you think you're hot shit, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> McIntyre, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> that's fair. That's valid. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um. So, uh, real quick. Also, you didn't pick up the second book. I did because I was excited about it when it came out. The second book is so bad, and I feel no. really bad because I like Alexis Daria as a human. I think she's super cool. Yeah. Um. I like that. Like how she writes things. I, maybe I just didn't like the romance here. But I recently read the second book in the in this. I think it's going to be a trilogy. Right, it's um, all the cousins. Yeah, the cousins. And the second one is, like, even worse. I don't really remember what happens in it, but I remember it's got a lot of miscommunication tropes. Yeah. And it's, like, best friends who liked each other and, like, admitted things, but then, like, he went off to college in another state to get away from his family mm-hmm. and didn't tell her until the day he was leaving or something. And then he, she's nice to him again when he comes back into her life. And I'm like, ah. Mm. People need to be holding grudges. <laughs> you know? Yeah. People be very forgiving. I don't yeah, know. Couldn't be me. Mm-mm. Could not be me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any lines? This is before I was using different colored bookmarks, so. I don't have any lines. Okay. Let's Did, see is there I not fl- anything else in this book worth talking about? Um, I think that at least I will say the dirty talk was good. The dirty talk was good. Okay. Yeah. yeah I can agree with that. Um, I think I just coming from hook, line, and sinker to this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. 
anything like, could have been better. Oh, this is yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I liked the nicknames. I liked that um he was kind of like helping her with her Spanish. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like that trope. I like that helping learn something trope. I think yeah. I like it better when the girl is the expert in something, though, and then she has to teach <laughs> the guy. I wonder why, Sam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a song? <laughs> no. Yeah, neither did I. What <laughs> the fuck? Um... What's our next episode? I don't remember. I think it's... uh, Is it funny you should ask? Yeah. Is it? I'm excited to read that one. I'm excited to read that one, too. That one's about Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah. So at least we already know who to fan cast. True. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And then we have... uh, Oh, you need to talk to our special guest. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have we posted this is how you lose a time war yet no i or- kind of forgot to edit it and then i was like okay well i'll get the the one that needed to go out today up and then i'll okay. do that one gotcha. yeah i messed up okay. i was mess up. that's okay well because i i i just forgot because it was a bonus and then i right. was like oh tuesday i edit on mondays for the episode to go up on tuesday right. and then i'm like where did this one come from <laughs> right but I'll, I'll get to it tomorrow, probably. Cool. Along with the others. The others. Okay, well, is that that? Uh, I'm thinking that might be that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, we could rate. That's what we do on this podcast. Yeah. Um, I think, so the first time I read it, I rated it a five. I definitely right. don't think it's a five anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think for me, it's probably like in the 3.5 range. Okay, I'm going to go three. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's a really average book. I liked the diversity. It's mid. Yeah, it's mid. It's mid. I think it's better than the second one. <laughs> that's fair. So maybe that's why I'm being a little generous with that point five. but. Yeah. So, final is 3.25. Oh, boy. Well, that's kind of disappointing. You know, hindsight, 2020, right? Yeah. I think it's really interesting to go over books that I read a while ago. I'm super keen to redo Song of Achilles. (laughs) Not just because it's our most listened to episode ever. I'm so down. I want to reread it. So, because I think I was just like, I fucking I have a tattoo for that book. <laughs> and so I'm also kind of scared of rereading it and being like, what the fuck? But I like <laughs> the tattoo is really cool and I get a lot of compliments on it. So it's okay. Like it's still just like a cool looking tattoo. But and, yeah, and this the book's liked for a reason. Like even when I I recommend it or I, in the past year I have had people read it at my recommendation mm-hmm. and they and also really liked it. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's tattoo worthy. <laughs> but I, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, like we don't have enough things going on right now, but we can figure that out. <laughs> we can figure that out. I think we can, because that was also just like when we were little baby podcasters and we didn't know nothing yet. We didn't know nothing, and the audio shit. So if the we do audio it again, is so shit. So if we do it again, yeah, well, I'll, it'll be better all the way around. Hopefully. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, you got anything else to say? 
Unfortunately, no. What a bummer. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, it's okay. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'll go cook my dinner. Um, okay, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to <clears throat> Sorry, I thought I could do it while looking away. Feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Squarestead. Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> That's okay. That's very uh, representative of this episode. Yeah. Uh, and this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Funny You Should Ask by Alyssa Sussman. 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 Okay. Can I go Sussman? Okay. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading. <laughs>